The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We're going to talk politics here for the next little bit. Um, hard to believe. It was a year ago that the United Conservative Party swept to power, taking 63 seats in the Alberta legislature. And what a year it's been in Alberta politics. Uh, but it seems to me that we say that almost every year over the past number of years. Um, add to it plummeting oil prices and a pandemic. It's made the first term of Premier Jason Kenney's UCP government uh, even more tumultuous. But some of that has been man-made as well. With a look back on the past year, we're joined by Global News Provincial Affairs reporter Tom Vernon. Hey, Tom, working from home. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. How are you doing? <laughs> we're doing okay. We were just talking yeah. about working from home and how that could change, you know, with the how well it's going for so many people, how that mm-hmm. could change in the future that more and more of us might be doing it this way. Yeah, and I mean, right now, uh, full disclosure, I've got my two girls, both under the age of five, placating them with television across the room. So <laughs> if, you, if your listeners hear any um, any shouting, it's them. Uh, <laughs> my, my wife is currently at work. She's a producer at Global and putting together a weekend show. So, um, yeah, so we got, we got that going on. You're, you're not at the legislature. It's not shouting from the ledge that you're hearing from. Okay, not good to today. know. <laughs> All right, Tom, let's take a look back. I mean, uh, a year ago, swept into power with uh, an overwhelming majority. He ran a campaign of jobs, economy, pipelines, and, and those really talking points have, have still been there over the past, you know, 365 days. But now we're facing, you know, a pandemic, a recession, and major, major debt. I mean, it's got to be a bit of a uh, kick in the gut for the premier, given how things started off and where they are right now. Yeah, jobs, economy, pipeline. That was uh, their, their kind of their slogan going through uh, and that, that they were going to solely focus on that, as well as balancing the budgets in the first term. Um, I, I can't imagine we're going to see that now, right? We're, we're seeing what we were warned, what, a $20 billion deficit potentially this year. Uh, who knows what next year is going to look like, but they're warning that, look, it could be another large one next year. So, I mean, they may have to pivot and take a look at the, the balanced budget plan with, with what we're going through in the economic downturn right now. First year um, of his of his turn uh, term. I mean, he he came he, when he when he when he became premier. They they followed through with the promises that they made when they were campaigning. I mean, there was it was the summer of uh, of repeal. There was no holds barred. There was it. Yeah, there weren't too many surprises last spring, right? Like we were all expecting that the UCP would win a majority government. They did. Uh, throughout the campaign, uh, Premier Kenny said, first thing we're going to do is enact Bill 12. That was the turn off the taps legislation. They said they weren't going to use it, but just enact it to show they were serious. Well, that's what they did. Uh, the NDP warned, well, you do that, it's going to get tied up in court, and that's what happened. Uh, but then, yeah, the spring session happened at the end of May, summer session, really, I guess. And, you know, they scrapped the carbon tax. They cut the corporate income tax. They rolled back some uh, labor changes that the NDP had made. They, they rolled back minimum wage. And they said all of these were to promote job growth in the province. And people shouldn't have been surprised by a lot of those economic measures that they took. Now, some of the areas that maybe, they're, they're, that maybe people were surprised on, maybe not surprised on, is some of the... The, the labor relationship stuff and, and uh, is confrontational the right word, maybe, uh, the tact that they're taking on that front. But, I mean, legislation-wise, early on, yeah, pretty much what we expected. 
Well, we'll get to the labor relations bit coming up, but it was interesting uh, as well over the past year to see um, when you talk about that um, confrontational style, even with um, the, the Trudeau liberals, we we saw that there. And now, I mean, things are a little bit different because uh, we, we need some help. So, but he came out swinging uh, uh, with, the, with the federal liberals as well. No holds barred there. No, and I mean, during that election campaign, you could have been confused that they were running against the federal liberals yeah. as well, right? I mean, they spoke constantly about the federal government standing up against them. Uh, was it during the campaign or maybe right before or just after that the, the hearings on um, Bill C-69 and C-48 were happening? And uh, I mean, Rachel Notley went and spoke at those. Jason Kenney went and spoke at those. So there was there was that Alberta against Ottawa uh, theme right throughout the campaign and then through a lot of the year as well. I mean, we saw the, the carbon tax court challenge. Um, I mean, that's that's still not complete. That's going to the Supreme Court. Uh, we've seen a number of uh, a number of standoffs from Alberta yeah. going towards Ottawa and, and, and the positioning that, look, the Alberta government, Jason Kenney, is standing up against Ottawa, standing up for Alberta's uh, interests. And, I mean, he's he's done a very good job of positioning himself that way. And I, I don't think we should be surprised by that. Now, um, it has toned down a little bit obviously during this pandemic it's uh, i mean i'm not sure how many people have an appetite for hyperpartisanship right now but i mean mm. I, I don't think it's gone for good you know, I think uh, I think it's just uh, it's on pause uh, for right now. Um, February 27th, I think it was that uh, the last budget. Um, a lot of mm-hmm. you know, a little sunshine there, and uh, suggesting that oil prices would stabilize right around the $60 mark. And of course, that hasn't happened. Uh, you know, that employment would surge. I mean, the coming year, 18 months for the Kenny government is going to be one to watch. I mean, how do you expect that it's going to unfold? Yeah, the, um, the the budget it, it, that day. I remember the 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 oil price number, the economic growth number, and looking at it and going, "Hi, this is higher than the private sector forecast, right?" Like it's yeah. it's, it's it's fairly optimistic. And we asked those questions, and uh, department officials. Now these are these are the nonpartisan folks. These are people that worked under the NDP, worked under the, the Progressive Conservatives, now work under the UCP. They were very confident with the economic growth stuff, saying, "Look, if everything comes together as we hoped." Uh, this um, this this is how it's going to work out. Now, obviously, things have changed. Uh, I did a story earlier this week where Stats Canada released the number. The economic decline in Canada in March was nine percent. Right, like yeah. it's just unbelievable numbers. Um, Alberta is expected to have a, a longer decline, a longer uh, climb back than than much of the country because of the the oil price. We saw it below five dollars per barrel here. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the economic projections. I mean, this year. Obviously not good. Next year, well, we'll see it. Maybe we'll see a, a big bounce back. Usually, after a big dip, you, you get to see a generous bounce back because there's no yeah. way to go but up. But yeah, long term, it's it's going to be difficult. You know, some uh, some of my texts coming in this afternoon. If you want to weigh in on what you think of, you know, year one of uh, the UCP government's uh, term, go ahead. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. This one says, uh, Jay Lynn, they changed face on GSA. They got rid of teachers, and doctors. Mm-hmm. They hamstrung diversification they rolled over on the humbled family so this person saying hey you know what they're obviously not happy with it and you know then on the other side tom I've, i will have I, I can you know scroll down a little bit more and said no they, they've done what they what we we voted them in to do this is what happened it's it, there's there's um there's uh there's a balance there what are we seeing when it comes to um 
you know, I don't want to say popularity, but when it comes to a job well done, when it comes to polls and that sort of stuff, approval ratings, how has that changed over the past year? Yeah, I, I, I haven't looked too closely. Uh, we, we haven't yeah. done any internal polling. I mean, we, we've seen some come out during this pandemic and um, I mean, he still has a, a, a approval rating, but it, it's not as high as other premiers. Um, there's a lot going on right now. I mean, what, what's going on with teachers? What's going on with doctors? You're right. The Education Act that they, they uh, that they passed last summer and, and what the, the implications that had around GSAs. I mean, there are there's a good segment of the population here that right now is, you know, in a battle with the provincial government mm-hmm. and, and pushing back against moves that they're trying to make. And there are a lot of people in the public that, that knew a lot of the moves as, as moving the wrong direction. So, I mean, there's always going to be decisions made by politicians that, you know, some people like, other people don't. Um, I'd be curious to see kind of once we're through the pandemic back to, can I say normal times? And now <laughs> this premier has to, look, we've seen how the NDP and Rachel Notley, how they dealt with an economic downturn. Now we get to see how, uh, the UCP and Premier Jason Kenney deal with an economic downturn. I mean, they were very critical of Rachel Notley and the yes. NDP of how they handled it. Uh, a lot of people weren't happy with it, um, but there were a lot of people that were happy with it. There were some jobs created on the on the public sector side, right? So we'll see how the UCP does it. I mean, there are going to be people struggling for uh, with their employment. Sorry if you can hear my daughter crying in the background. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and, you know, like people are unhappy during downtime. So we'll see how much the government gets blamed on that front. Do you have time for a question on teachers and, and health care or do you need to go? Uh, you know, I could probably... Oh, yeah, now they're both crying. Uh, just a sec. We're going to have to separate them. But sure, we can, ask. We can, we can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> you know what? But let's... T- <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Sometimes Tom? I'll let you. This isn't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, healthcare and and teachers. I mean, this is going to be fascinating to see what happens moving forward mm-hmm. um, with the, with the doctors, with the nurses, and with the teachers. The education. It's. Uh, I mean, once we get through um, this pandemic, yeah, you're right. Like, what is what does that look like? I mean, the battle. It's a battle royale between some of the biggest unions. It and is. Him. Yeah, and I mean we look at the doctors right now there's a lawsuit against the government i mean i can't imagine that will be heard during the pandemic so uh you know how the relationship with doctors going forward there's news today out of lac la that uh, 10 doctors are giving up their practice there right at at the end of july so how does that what does that look like at the end of the pandemic and how the healthcare system will will react to the number of doctors that say they're leaving teachers i mean we're seeing a whole bunch of educational assistants laid off across the system we saw a number announced today at the uh public school boards yeah the government has said well this is just temporary rollbacks they can all come back in the uh they'll all be brought back in the fall well People can't wait that long, right? So Mm -hmm. will they go look for Mm -hmm. jobs elsewhere? Will they look for employment opportunities? Nurses, um, I mean, there's contract negotiations going on. It's quiet right now, obviously, due to the pandemic. We always knew these were going to be tough negotiations. Um, It's not just nurses and teachers. It's a lot of different sectors. We'd heard late in uh, 2019, early this year, about potential job action from a number of unions because they're not happy with the way this is going. I mean, right now it's kind of quiet because of what's going on, but I mean, these contracts are going to have to be negotiated, and now it is a really different financial picture. So be very curious to see what the relationship looks like going forward.
I'm curious to ask you something. I actually had a phone call from someone in government uh, not too long ago suggesting that um, the opposition was being uh, maybe too tough, uh, not kind enough to the government during this time and that the media needed to pay a little bit more attention to that and, you know, brought up, you know, you know, remember what happened during Fort McMurray, the opposition was probably a little bit more kinder, supportive to, to that go- government. How do you see the opposition's role over the past year and, and especially during this this pandemic and, and, and what's been going on as far as, um, you know, maybe being too tough and others would say not tough enough. You know, it's a, and that's that there's there's politics, right? I mean, I covered the Fort McMurray fire and, and the politics around it and look, yep. the opposition was plenty tough on the NDP during that and raised some yep. very legitimate questions. I mean, sometimes you have to ask uncomfortable questions and that's that's the opposition's role. And I mean, people can get upset about it and angry about it, but what would you have them do? Not not hold to account, right? I mean, it's <laughs> that's the opposition's role, and, and you know, people are going to get upset, and these are very tough times, and I, I can appreciate, you know, the calls to set partisanship aside, and I, I agree with, you know, setting partisanship aside, but you still need to ask tough questions. You still need to make sure that every measure is being taken and everything is being looked at. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tom, I'm going to let you go. I'm not sure if you went outside and closed <laughs> I stepped the door. Outside. They're, they're quite unhappy <laughs> inside. I, I, I better go in and make sure everything's okay. <laughs> okay, Tom, thank you so much for this. Looking. Okay, you got stuff to deal with. I'll talk That's to you right. later. Have a great one. Uh, yeah, you too. Uh, Tom Vernon, Provincial Affairs Reporter um, with uh, with Global News, uh, working from home, as you've heard, and uh, the reality of uh, <laughs> what some of us are dealing with. So, yeah, curious. Your thoughts on, on first year? One year in, um, would be happy to hear from you at 780-496-0063. You can give me a text. Um, we've got to take a break here. So I don't think we'll have a whole lot of time for calls. But if you want to text me, you can. Uh, just a heads up, Mike just texted in and said, Westbound Henday on the bridge off-ramp, turning onto 2 South. The truck lost its load, totally blocked, it looks like. He says Calgary Trail South to clarify. So heads up on uh, on that one, if you don't mind. Okay.